Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Today is a WRL weather alert day, but we do have some encouraging news. Level 2 is pushed out of our viewing area. I'll show you the timeline for the storms that we are expecting. People in Nash and Edgecombe counties are waking up today with a lot of rebuilding to do. We're getting a clearer idea of the damage from the most powerful tornado to hit the state in more than a decade. And a person is dead after a crash on I-40. What authorities say happened that led to a man being hit by a truck? And the wait is over. There is a winner of the $1 billion Powerball jackpot. Where that lucky person is and the prizes that were won in North Carolina in that big drawing. So our dreams of becoming ridiculously rich, still <laughs> dreams, still dreams. But we're glad you're with us. We have a lot of news to get to, including uh, coverage of the aftermath of that devastating tornado that hit our area yesterday. Thanks for joining us. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan, and we will start with meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner, the threat for more severe weather today. Yeah, so we start off with taking a look at our map here. We have a level one risk for most of the viewing area. The area that was hit hardest yesterday, of course, is not in uh, a risk level, but a lot of times we'll have cells developing, of course, even outside of a risk area. It's just a, this is the area that would have the best chance of seeing some wind damage today. It should be fairly isolated. The timeline for that is going to be fairly late in the day. Now, this time yesterday, and for a couple of days in a row, we had a level two risk for some of our southwestern counties. So, uh, new overnight, that is pushed southward, and that's definitely good news. So, that would lead us to believe that our chances of a tornado are a little less today than we thought yesterday. We take a look at dual Doppler 5000 radar. Everything is quiet for us right now. No rain in uh, in the area currently. And we take a look at some clear skies this morning here on Futurecast. It stays that way all the way through lunchtime. Then we start to see the clouds building just a bit. And then it'll be fairly late in the afternoon. There's five o'clock and we don't have a lot of coverage then. But once we get past dinner time, we do have some cells that begin to pop up. Some of those could produce some heavy rain and potentially some wind damage. Right now it is 77 degrees. We take a live look at downtown Durham. 73 is our dew point. So it's really sticky and warm again this morning. We're looking at temperatures in the low 90s. The heat index is likely to be in the upper 90s, but that does not put us in the danger zone. We have a front that comes through tomorrow that gives us a little break from the humidity over the weekend. I'll show you that coming up. We have breaking news. We're following this morning. A man is dead after being hit by a truck on I-40 in Johnston County. The crash happened around 1130 last night near Benson. Authorities say the man was trying to get out of the way of one truck when he stepped into the path of another. There's no word on why the man was in the road in the first place. Westbound lanes of the highway were closed for about two hours while authorities investigated. The driver of the truck that hit the man will not face charges. We are staying on top of the massive cleanup effort in Nash and Edgecombe counties this morning after that powerful EF3 tornado tore through the community. In just the last hour, power was restored to several hundred customers, leaving about 20 left in the dark at this hour. So good progress there. We know at least 16 people are recovering from injuries during the tornado. Two of them were seriously hurt. And the big Pfizer plant in Rocky Mountain hit by the tornado is closed until further notice with weeks 
to months of repairs ahead. We have crews in Nash and Edgecombe counties this morning. Our team coverage continues with Michael Grace in the WRL Breaking News Tracker outside the Pfizer plant in Rocky Mount. Michael, what a huge loss to that community. Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that Nash County Sheriff Keith Stone emphasized is just the rebuilding this community is going to have to do. He said that he heard that at least 50,000 medicine pallets were destroyed during this tornado. I want to get you to this video of when Sky 5 flew over that destruction and you can just see the sheer force of that EF3 tornado ripping through part of the distribution building as well as the storage building. We're getting reports 100 vehicles damaged, 75 hauling trucks damaged as well. Some power lines that could take up to a week to repair on the property as well as they've also got debris on these railroad tracks. Now, Pfizer did release a statement saying, quote, at this point, there are no reports of serious injuries. We are assessing the situation to determine the impact on production. Our thoughts are with our colleagues, our patients, and the community as we rebuild from this weather incident. So obviously that's gonna be a big question this morning is getting more updates from Pfizer. One of the big questions is how is this gonna supply, uh, affect their supply chain going forward? Live in Nash County, Michael Grace, WRAL News. All right, Michael, thanks. A lot of folks were in the path of this storm and are working through the shock of seeing their homes destroyed now in broad daylight. Our team coverage continues with WRS Kelsey Coffey, who is in Dorches this morning. Kelsey, so many people lost so much. So many people lost everything. And I just spoke with someone who's working on one of the cleanup crews here in Dorches. And he kind of walked me through what happened yesterday. He says that the tornado actually started in this field that's behind me and then went all the way through the field, went through the street and then into another uh, mobile home community. We still see a few bucket trucks that are around right now. The road is back open. Town Hall Road is open again. But bucket trucks are still around just trying to clean up uh, some debris that's left on the ground. And this is one of the worst tornadoes Nash County has ever seen. We've got some video to show you now of the aftermath. Nash County Sheriff Keith Stone says he's seeing most of the storm damage right here in Georges. And their neighbor, or rather their mayor, uh, Jackie Vick, says that at least five homes were destroyed here. So if you or someone you love has been impacted by this tornado, there's a couple of places for you to go. Nash County Public Schools released a statement saying that people can go to the Rocky Mount a Senior Center or Red Oak Baptist Church uh, to get some help if they need it. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Dorches. It's going to be a long road to recovery. We'll have more coverage of the aftermath of this powerful tornado throughout the morning. In 10 minutes, how drivers who were stranded by the storm on I-95 sprang into action to help each other. Be sure you have the WRL weather app loaded on your phone. This is the best way to make sure you get the alerts for your area when severe weather approaches. New this morning, police in Goldsboro are working to make arrests in two separate shootings. The second one happened as they investigated the first just down the street. Officers responded to a shot spotter alert on Rosewood Avenue just after eight last night. They later found a man who had been shot on Day Circle. He was taken to the hospital and is expected to recover. As police were at that scene, they learned a 17-year-old had been shot, also on Day Circle. The teenager was seriously hurt. Police say there's no indication the shootings are related. 
Breaking news this morning. There is a winner of the $1 billion Powerball jackpot. The lottery says a single ticket sold in Los Angeles matched all five numbers and the Powerball. The winner will have the option of choosing the lump sum payment of more than $516 million before taxes. So take a look here. The winning numbers, three tickets in North Carolina did match four numbers and the Powerball. They'll win $50,000 each. The numbers are 7, 10, 11, 13, and 24. The Powerball was 24, and the power play was 2. Security is heightened during today's opening Women's World Cup matches after a gunman killed two people in Auckland, New Zealand. That shooting started at a construction site downtown yesterday morning. Police responded one minute after the first emergency call and found the gunman dead in an elevator. Four other people were hurt, including an officer who is now at the hospital. New Zealand Prime Minister Chris Hipkins says the World Cup will go on as planned. They are proceeding uh, as planned. There'll be an increased police presence, obviously, around Auckland um, to provide public reassurance. Um, but the police have indicated that they don't think there is an ongoing security or safety risk. The hotel for the U.S. women's team is right near where the attack took place. Police have not identified the victims or a motive. Tonight, you can learn more about plans to add parking at RDU Airport, where you're looking live. The airport authority will hold a public hearing tonight on the Park Economy 3 expansion project. Economy Parking 3 offers lower rates and a bus shuttle to both Terminals 1 and 2. Right now, it has just under 4,000 spaces. The proposed expansion would add 7,000 more. At tonight's hearing, officials will share the results of an environmental analysis and review efforts for the project. We have designed the expansion project to avoid environmentally sensitive areas to make sure that we are um, building this as smartly as we can because we want to be good neighbors. The hearing is happening from 5 to 7 tonight at the airport authority's offices on Trade Drive. The board plans to vote on the contract for the expansion next month. The Durham Police Department is upping its efforts to bring in new officers. The department will host another hiring event tonight. It's happening from 6 to 7 p.m. at DPD headquarters on East Main Street. There's also a virtual event. Durham Police have been holding these job fairs twice a month. Last month, a group of officers told city council they're having to deal with continued staffing shortages. They called for higher pay. It is 440. McDonald's is paying up after mother says her child was burned by a hot chicken nugget. The big payout that family is getting from a lawsuit. And you're up this early, but do you consider yourself an early bird? New research shows businesses are adapting as more people get up earlier. And we love that you're getting up earlier and watching us. Today is a WRL weather alert day as you're looking live at Sanford. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is back after the break with the severe weather risk we're facing later today. It is 443. We do have a level one risk for severe storms for most of our viewing area. Um, and if you happen to be watching yesterday, you may have noticed that the Sand Hills were at level two yesterday. The Storm Prediction Center has bumped that back down closer to South Carolina. So that's good news. But of course, you know, we know our atmosphere is primed. The atmosphere will be fairly similar to yesterday. Not that we'll have a tornado, but we certainly have the potential to see one or two storms that could produce some wind damage. Nothing's happening out there right now. We're all dry on the dual Doppler 5000 radar. And our timeline for today is pretty late 
in the day. We're going to walk through that with Futurecast coming up. Chapel Hill, nice and quiet this morning. Our temperatures are on the warm and sticky side. We're in the low to mid-70s for the most part right now, so it'll be a, a muggy run this morning. But we'll climb up to 91 this afternoon, feeling closer to triple digits. We have more coverage now of the tornado in Nash County. Its path crossed I-95. Yeah. That's it. Can you believe it? It's leaving drivers stranded there for hours. Wind toppled the trees, dropping them onto passing cars. WRL photojournalist John Payne happened to be driving on I-95 at the time, and he witnessed drivers springing into action to help other drivers who were trapped. Drivers, a number of drivers got out of their vehicles, truck drivers and, and car drivers, travelers, jumped out of their vehicles and ran up to the trees and uh, one man pulled the chainsaw out and went to cutting limbs and trees, and people just started pulling debris off the roadway. It's an amazing effort. I-95 was closed in both directions for about two hours while crews worked to clear all that debris. The University of Vermont just fired the head coach of its men's hockey team over accusations he sent inappropriate texts to a student. Todd Woodcroft lost his job after a four-month investigation by the school's Office of Affirmative Action and Equal Opportunity. The university has not released specifics, but says Woodcroft sent repeated texts to the student. Assistant hockey coach Steve Wiedler will serve as interim for the season. A new study found rates of teen suicide and suicide attempts were at their lowest when schools were shut down during the pandemic. Researchers analyzed data from more than 73,000 emergency department visits and hospitalizations between 2016 and 2021. And they found incidences of teen suicide increased nationally between 2016 and 2019. In 2020, when schools shut down, incidents declined. And when classes returned in 2021, the rate not only rebounded, it increased beyond what was expected. If you or someone you know is experiencing mental health challenges or having suicidal thoughts, there is help available. You can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at any time. The number is 988. You can also visit WRL.com and search Get Help for additional resources in our area. More people across the U.S. are getting up earlier. A new report by the Wall Street Journal says that's leading businesses to adapt. Theaters are moving up showtimes and some restaurants are closing earlier to accommodate people who want an earlier night in. Data from Yelp shows 10% of diners are now sitting down between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. That's prime dining hours for me. That's a 5% increase from 2019. While happening today, veterans can learn more about jobs that are available to them in the Triangle. There's a free job fair at the Town Bank Center at Carter-Finley Stadium. It's happening from 11 to 3. It's open to all transitioning members of the military, as well as veterans, spouses, and dependents. Give you a live look right now down Salem Street in Apex. It's 447, and this time yesterday morning, it looks kind of the same right there. A different day ahead right now. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center. At least we hope it's a different day today. Uh, we take a look at Dual Doppler 5000 radar, and all is quiet. There's a little shower that's down closer to the coast right now, but uh, we should be quiet for this morning. It looks like late afternoon, evening is when we'll have the best chance of thunderstorms. And if you're just joining us, a piece of encouraging news is that the storm prediction center has pushed that level two risk all the way down closer to South Carolina. So it's out of our viewing area, 
we do have a level one risk, and that does mean that we could have some storms that produce wind damage. So we'll be watching for that very closely for today. We'll take a look at the timeline for that. Again, all's quiet right now. We'll see clear skies as you're heading out the door. Maybe a little hazy because we've got a lot of humidity in the atmosphere, a lot of moisture in the atmosphere. Uh, by lunchtime, we start to see the clouds building a bit, but it's not likely to be until, say, 5 o'clock or later before we see some storms developing. You can see a little of that bubbling up down into the sand hills, but between 7 and 11 is when we'll likely have the best coverage of storms across our area. We take a live look at downtown Durham right now. The sun comes up. Again, we should see clear skies, but some hazy conditions. 77 right now with a dew point of 73, so it's a typical warm, sticky, sort of uncomfortable morning for us. We climb into the mid-80s by the time we get to 11 o'clock and then on into the 90s pretty quickly. Um, around town today, 91 in Raleigh, 90 in Durham, 92 in Fayetteville. Uh, we're not going to see intense heat today, but because of the amount of moisture in the atmosphere, we're still going to see that heat index pretty high. Right now we're sitting at 73, which is tropical. We, we hardly ever see a dew point in the triangle that's over 75. So, you know, that's one of the higher numbers that we that we normally see. We do see a little bit of a break over the weekend. Our humidity backs off a little bit on Saturday and Sunday. You can see those numbers dipping down into the 60s. So that's definitely good news. Um, we are looking at a, a heat index of around 100 today and 102 Friday. But then we drop it down to about the temperature on Saturday. So 89, that's not going to be bad at all. Today, of course, is a WRL weather alert day because of our chance for storms. And we could see a few isolated storms Saturday and Sunday. But we're looking at a high of 87 on Saturday, 89 on Sunday, and our humidity drops off nicely. We don't have a return to any really big heat for Tuesday and Wednesday either with highs in the low 90s. Elizabeth, thanks. The man accused of being a serial killer in New York has ties to the Carolinas. New developments in the investigation into the Gilgo Beach killing suspect. And coming up in the next half hour, more of our team coverage of the aftermath of the tornado that devastated communities in Nash and Edgecombe counties. Four fifty-three is the time right now. This is a live look, beautiful shot of Zebulon right now from a WRL live cam network. It is WRL weather alert day. Details straight ahead. This morning we are learning more about a suspected serial killer in New York and his ties to a community in South Carolina. The Chester County Sheriff's Office has been working, gathering evidence on Gilgo Beach murder suspect Rex Huerman since before his arrest on Thursday. Property tax records show Huerman owns four large pieces of land in that county. Heerman is already charged in three murders and could soon be linked to a fourth. The victims, known as the Gilgo Four, were found in 2010 along the south shore of Long Island. Investigators say DNA linked Heerman to the victims. The idea of free tuition for some in-state students has caused controversy at the highest levels of the UNC governing body. Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz made the announcement earlier this month that UNC would provide free tuition for incoming undergraduates whose families make less than $80,000 a year. He was in the hot seat yesterday explaining that decision to the Board of Governors. WRL's Monica Casey was there. Expanding access to education. That's the goal of a new initiative at UNC. Carolina will provide free tuition for incoming in-state undergraduates whose families make less than $80,000. Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz announced the plan in early July. And this is an important time uh, nationwide, uh, as I mentioned earlier, with the concerns around student debt. Uh, 
and uh, to reassure uh, families such that the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill uh, is for, um, for all uh, North Carolinians. The timing and rollout right after the Supreme Court's decision striking down affirmative action ruffled feathers on the Board of Governors. Horrible timing. We get an F on timing. For it to be perceived that it was done in reaction to the Supreme Court decision is just a terrible, terrible communication error on your part. Chair Randy Ramsey denounced what he called a lack of communication, which Guskowitz acknowledged. It may be within your authority, but this was a big announcement. And I think just a little common courtesy would have gone a long way. And I don't see a lot of that here. Despite the controversy, multiple board members expressed strong support. Tuition should never, ever be a barrier to our citizens enjoying the benefits of the constituent institutions of the University of North Carolina. In Raleigh, Monica Casey, WREL News. No state dollars will be used. The chancellor says the money will be paid through philanthropic sources. The new policy starts in fall of 2024. McDonald's is paying up after a toddler was burned by hot chicken nuggets. A jury in Florida found the family was not properly warned about the possible dangers from the hot McNuggets while ordering in the drive-thru. A four-year-old girl was burned and has scars from the incident. The family received $400,000 for pain and injuries and an additional $400,000 for future damages. Be ready for a detour if you travel down I-40 in Johnson County during the overnight hours. Road crews are working on the highway this week as part of the Complete 540 Project. I-40 East will be closed at exit 309 from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. tonight and Sunday night. The detour will take drivers onto US-70 and NC-42. U.S. 70 West will be closed from 10 p.m. Friday until noon Sunday, and drivers will be detoured down NC-42 to get to I-40. Devastation at the Pfizer plant in Rocky Mount may have a ripple effect. Dozens of delivery trucks and thousands of pallets of medicine were damaged during yesterday's tornado. And shocking new developments in the case of an Alabama woman who vanished, then returned home two days later what her internet searches are revealing about the days leading up to her disappearance. And we have a winner in the billion dollar Powerball jackpot. Where that lucky ticket was sold and the big consolation prize your ticket might still be worth. Hey, I'm Tim Donnelly from 99.9 The Fan. And I'm Brian Murphy from WRAL News. Sports betting is finally legal in North Carolina. Getting to this point in this state wasn't easy. How it happened is a backstory worth telling, and that's what we're going to do in a new season of our podcast, A Brief History of Triangle Sports. The podcast is out now. Follow A Brief History of Triangle Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high-fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.